Welcome back, everyone, to the Xamarin Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest and greatest in mobile development for Xamarin developers, covering the world of Xamarin, .NET, Azure, and more. I'm Matt Sokup. And I'm James Montemagno. Happy 2021. We did it, Matt. We did it. We made it. Happy New Year's, James. Did you have any big plans? What did you do over over the new year? Well, uh, we did quite a lot, actually, to be honest with you. We did a lot of hiking. We did a lot of skiing. I did a lot of app development. I did a lot of exercising. I did some IoT development. I ate some food on occasion. I drank some beverages on occasion. Uh, and yeah, you know, it, it was it was pretty nice uh, over here in the Pacific Northwest. It wasn't snowy except for by the mountains. Um, but yeah, it was enjoyable. Did a lot of uh, FaceTiming and Zooming um, for all the family since we weren't able to visit uh, anybody, unfortunately, because my family is very spread out over the United States and we're in every single every single person in the family is in a different state. And that spans coast to coast. So and there are five of us total, including my parents. Um, so lots of, well, six, I guess six states, including my wife's parents and oh, seven states, including my brother-in-law. Oh my goodness. Like we're just, all, all over. We're, we're trying to blanket all 50 basically. That's what 43 we're more, <laughs> 43 <laughs> more to go. How about you? Uh, pretty much the exact same thing as you did, except a lot more sitting on the couch and a lot less of everything else. Nice. <laughs> no, no, we did a lot of stuff. I mean, did actually a lot of baking, a lot of, a lot of making cookies, um, did a big, um, on, uh, the 24th of December, did a lot of, uh, cooking and, you know, made a big old ham and, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did a lot of outside activities cause we didn't have a ton of rain. It was actually really nice here in Seattle over, um, over in late December. And, uh, did you catch the, what they did with the space needle on new year's Eve by chance? No. What they do? Oh, it was, <laughs> oh, I think I <laughs> they did that. it. They, did, they didn't have anything there. Right. But they just overlaid like a bunch of graphics onto oh. it and just uh did i'll put it i'll put a link in the sh- in the show notes about this if people you'll either love it or you'll hate it and there's no in between here it's either super cheesy or the best thing you've ever seen in your life you know like they made they made a butterfly come out of the space you know and they had like jellyfish circling around it with cool. drones no not with drones oh. like because computer graphics oh that's cool i saw that yeah. like, i think it was like denmark or somewhere else did drones i mean i think last year like singapore did drones too and that always really impresses me. Frank, Frank and I talked about our merge conflict, I think, last year. I think this thing is really neat, just kind of these out-of-the-box types of things, which is cool. It, it was worth a try. I mean, I'm it, the technology is super cool. It's just, I don't know. I'd rather see the fireworks in person. That's just nice. You know what I didn't realize uh, is that you've been doing more podcasts without me recently. Yeah, I've been kind of sneaking. You gave me the keys to Zencaster, and i kind of just been sneaking in. You know, I see this. Your calendar's <laughs> booked up, James. <laughs> I see this. this is cool. You got some interviews with the seeing AI team. I relate. Um, oh, I get it. I relate. Yeah. Uh, I see what they did there. That's and actually American a really cool app. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the Oscars we did up, did a podcast too. So what we're doing here is I'm um, teaming up with the uh, mobile customer advisory team, the MCAP team. And we're interviewing uh, customers who have done some really interesting work with Xamarin and Azure. And so Oscars, obviously, they created this huge Oscars app. And um, tune into the podcast to find out more. The Seeing AI, obviously, is a um, great app where you can actually point the app at um, the like situations, the world, and it kind of tells you what's going on there. Um, I Relate is actually like a mental health app that tells you um, where you can actually go in and uh, chat with uh, other people what's going on and get support that way. 
And uh, we have another one coming up. Um, either just came out or will be coming up. It's called Medusa, which helps first responders out in the field do triage um, when, they're, when they're helping people out, when they come upon like accidents, like paramedics and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a lot of people doing really interesting things with um, Xamarin and Azure, and we just want to feature them and talk about their stories about how um, – some how they architected their apps and you know what trouble they ran into and how they overcame it and what they like best about the technology so it's just like a sitting down for some co- virtual coffee and just talking some development oh, i love that we need to get all these uh, different episodes on our xamarin customer showcase which is at xamarin.com customers you can go there and read everything so we'll put links to all of those on that page it'll be my after holiday hacks now david or now is a good friend of ours and he did this blog post right before the holidays which was holiday hack ideas for Xamarin talking about not only some of the new previews that were out um, for both Xamarin forms and the community toolkit, but also some really cool things in the community, such as Comet and Fabulous and Matt Catalyst support and things like that. Now, you did you do any hacking? Did you do any holiday hacking? I did. The hacking I did was around the house. I added a new grounded outlet in my office because the office didn't have any grounded outlets here. Mm. Which is kind of dangerous if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't have when I had all my computers plugged in. So I was doing a lot of hacking around the house, but I didn't actually turn the computer on once. Had the iPad on, but not any laptops. So, so no, I didn't do anything. So you're saying you didn't? There was like no ground wire into any of your outlets. In your yeah. No, not in the house, just in the office. Oh, weird. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I replaced all of the outlets in our house, and they all had ground wires on it. But um, this is a newer establishment yeah. so <laughs> yeah so i don't know what's going on here just the office why they didn't have any uh grounded outlets and huh. long story short they had it hooked up they call it the cowboy cowboy ground where they had the ground wire hooked up to the neutral wire to fool the home inspector and it was, it was a surprise when i opened them up and wondering what the heck is going on here True. so anyways True. that's what i did over the holiday hack wow that's beautiful Rewired. that's awesome yeah that's awesome i mean that's scary <laughs> that that is true hacking no i uh I did not do any of that. I try to stay away from any maintenance in and around. I try to enjoy, but I did spend a lot of late nights hacking on some apps because uh, David did put out this uh, blog post. I was like, yeah, I want to use all these new features of Xamarin Forms. Oh, and I also want to do this thing. And I want to do this other thing. I've been doing a lot of bike riding and I put out three new apps. Three? Yeah, in two weeks. Can you believe that? Holy moly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like to count iOS and Android as separate apps because dang it, you know, putting them out on one platform is hard enough. Putting them out on two, that's a whole separate app, even if it's the same name and same features. But an operating also, system. Yeah, it's a whole different operating system. It's a whole different app store. It's a whole different process. Oh, my goodness. And uh, and then I, I put the application on Arduino. I wrote some C++. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. I've been doing a lot of cycling, indoor cycling, and I built an app for this. That's called My Cadence. We'll put it into the show notes. But uh, yeah, it's been quite fun to uh, put that together, use a lot of the new features. And I figured, Matt, you know, instead of us just rambling about our holiday hacks, why not have the expert himself come talk about not just holiday hacking, but everything new in Xamarin Forms 5 that just launched. So without further ado, David is with us. How's it going, David? Hello, hello. And just launched is uh, very, very true. I mean, it's literally up. (laughs) <laughs> it's hot bits, hot bit. Well, I guess they're not that hot because I feel as though they were hot and then we sort of let them, <laughs> you know, bake at a cool 350. And now, now that's sort of been out of the oven, you know, for a little bit, just sitting on top and like, like the, you took the cookies out and now they're on like the, 
little cooling tray, and now you can <laughs> indulge. You, you know, <laughs> for somebody who did more exercise than eating, you sure do tell that story very well. I'm I'm ready for some cookies. <laughs> well, I will say that one of the benefits uh, that I've 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 gleamed over the years of my body fluctuating up and down is it normally when I can, it takes about six months for me to get back to a certain cadence, which not upon my, my cadence, but a, a certain <laughs> cadence of exercise is my metabolism also shoots up. Right. And then you just get hungry all the time, but you got to keep working out. That's, you can't stop. You got to do both. So I do like food. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, uh, I was not uh, exercising. I certainly was eating, but I was playing around with a lot of these bits, um, both in preparation for 5.0 going stable, uh, as well as I really, really wanted to try out and use the new Mac Catalyst stuff. So, um, People may be aware that Frank Kruger has been uh, working on Mac Catalyst-related things for several months now and uh, has some bits of his own that are out there. And the iOS, macOS team uh, within Microsoft and Xamarin has uh, started on the productizing of those things, which is really exciting. Um, so as we look forward to uh, .NET MAUI and .NET 6, uh, there's some really cool things happening there. So I, I took a couple of my apps for a spin um, and the the package that you can download from Mac Catalyst. And um, I had some success and I had some failures. <laughs> I mean, that's how new and, and uh, uh, you know, preview-ish this stuff is. So just to set everybody's expectations. Um, there are some dependencies and some references that the that the build system can't quite find and resolve. And uh, Skia Sharp, uh, we mentioned in a conversation earlier, is one of those things that needs to be rebuilt and packaged properly for, for Catalyst. Because it really is a, it's a, it's a new architecture to target. Mm. But uh, but the five O stuff uh, you, you mentioned, uh, James, that you were doing, uh, you know, three apps that you shipped. I was busy recording these little sixty second videos um, and picking out some wacky music to go along with each and every one of them. And I was really spending most of that time focused on the five features. Um, so just a quick rundown of, of what you can experience in Xamarin Forms five. Uh, it is the carousel view. It's a bunch of updates to collection view. Um, it's the swipe view. And probably some of my favorite stuff is uh, when it comes to shapes and brushes. Mm -hmm. So this is where you can take, uh, you can certainly draw your own primitive shapes as you need to uh, without using any Skia Sharp or any other drawing libraries because it uses the native graphics APIs. Um, and so you can use it to do things like clipping. Um, James, you're of course uh, intimately familiar with the Image Circle plugin. Yes, um, I, in, or, I in fact, um, yeah. I was I was going through my blog this this holiday, and um, I was looking at the top posts, and mm. Circle images were still the number one. So I updated my blog to said you no longer need to do this. You no longer <laughs> need to put anything in a frame, install a package, just clip that puppy, and you're done. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's super convenient to do it now with shapes. Um, it's one less dependency that you need to go on a nougat and find. Um, and of course, you can do it with any shape and really any any Xamarin Forms element that you want to clip. You can do layouts, other controls. You can I don't know why you would, but you could clip an entry, um, anything like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then the brushes. 
you know, solid brushes aren't necessarily something uh, sexy and interesting because you can always color something solid, but gradients, right? So linear gradients. I haven't really found a need for a radial gradient. I feel like that's kind of not in style right now, but you know, as with most things, what goes around comes around. So at some point you'll be really, really glad you have a radial gradient, but linear gradients have been super useful um, to use tastefully. So, so that's in there. Um, let's see, what have I not covered? Uh, Ooh, radio button is in there. Um, which, you know, I, the thing is, I don't know about you guys and, and Matt, I don't know if you've run into this too, but like, I can't remember the last time I needed or was looking for a radio button and was like, man, I wish I really had a radio button. But now that I have it, I keep seeing the use for it all over the place. <laughs> you know what? I'm coming up. I'm going to be doing some more partly cloudy episodes. And I was trying to think of what type of app to do. And I want to put Forms 5 into it. And it was like, all right, radio button's there. It's going to be part of the app. It's like, yeah, I totally see it now. So, yeah, I'm with you, David. It's like seeing, you know, that that brand of car that you you never noticed before, but as soon as you start to think about it, it's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been I've been noticing that. Uh, drag and drop is in, which uh, that's another one of those things that you may not necessarily need in in every app, but when you do need it, it's really nice that it's there. It's really useful also on like the the Surface Duo type apps where you've got multiple screens and you want to be able to drag something from one app to another app or just from one app screen to another app screen. Um, uh, and then I think I mentioned Swipe View is in there. I had mentioned brushes. I mentioned Carousel. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, a lot of these things people may have been using and playing around with as preview bits earlier in the four dot series of Xamarin forms. And, and really the, the major thing here is that 5.0 is really a stability release. I mean, we call it a stable release, but it's even more so true this time around because it's really about eight months worth of bug fixes and improvements, quality of life improvements. Um, and, you know, I haven't even highlighted yet some of the shell related things. Um, Like you can now have a, you've always had a flyout header. You can put a template in there. Now you have a footer, but not, you know, why stop there? You now have a shell content template that you can provide. So if you want, if you say, you know what, the way that the menu displays in the flyout isn't quite what I need. I want to do something completely my own. You can replace the whole thing. And we, we supply the flyout items to you so you have a collection of items. And you can go do whatever you need to do. You can turn it into your own personal tree view if you want to. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of little things like that inside of Shell that uh, the team has been just you know consistently taking feedback from the community and just polishing it up, polishing it up. And we really wanted to make sure that 5.0 is going to be uh, a nice, stable, and well-rounded release because you know what's next, right? It's .NET MAUI. And we want to make sure that we can put uh, tons of focus and love and attention there. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stuff. I will say this, like, what's really cool is when I started these apps, I went right into 5.0 because you don't need any of those feature flags. You don't need anything. I was just on the previews. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some things you just sort of take for granted have, like, been there kind of in the 4.x series, but then actually I've been just lumping them all into 5.0. I've been saying, you know what, all of these features that you probably didn't even know were added in those dot releases, everything is new, right? So like inside of 
um, my, my, my cadence app, I have app theming in there, by the way, which mm-hmm. is delightful. It works with dynamic and static resources, which is bananas. Um, I have it working not only in the code behind, but also inside of my XAML. So like mm-hmm. I have a file called the theme and I let my users do a custom theme. So I can have for like one of the pages, which uses a, uh, a gradient brush, a linear gradient brush with, so I have like start and stop gradient that the user can set for the, the user interface. The UI is a, a one screen with a big number in the middle, by the way. So it's not super complex, <laughs> but I have other stuff in here too, right? I have like image buttons with, um, font image sources in there, like adding font. Awesome. And like one second, um, Matthew Robin, Math- Robinson, Robin, Matthew, Robin, M fractor, Matthew. Yeah. M fractor. <laughs> is it Robbins? Matthew Robbins. Yeah. I want to say Robinson for some reason, but Robbins. Um, he has this cool file that you can just like add to your code and it's just like, here's all the fun, awesome stuff that's in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I added all that in there. Um, I've been adding in, uh, what else have I, been? I didn't even add any, uh, any custom controls or anything like that. But like I said, the, the font, awesome stuff, the gradient support, like you mentioned, um, I still use like all the, the safe area stuff. I'm just looking at my, you know what I do use? And I, and I know you're going to say no table view. I use it all the time. So good. <laughs> no, so I love good. table view. I use it. I, <laughs> it gets, it, so good. <laughs> it gets downplayed. And I think the reason is right, because especially if you're, uh, if you're on the team and you have to do triage, you're, you're tired of seeing people trying to use table view, like it's a collection view or like it's a list mm-hmm. view. It has no virtualization. It's yeah. not made for binding large sets of data. It's meant to to basically reproduce the setting screen from iOS. That's it's, that's what and, it's made for, and that's what I use it for. It's it's the only place I ever use it for. It's everywhere in my code. Oh, I use clipping in here too. Um, I don't. Know, I use collection view in this thing. I use I use all the things. And what was cool is that I just had it all available to me. Right? It's just like it's mm-hmm. all there. And I think that's yeah. what's really really cool about this release is that. I, I, there's only one control that that wasn't available to me, which is this crazy color picker control, very customized. Mm-hmm. That one's a Skia Sharp control. I'm actually waiting for them to convert it to non-Skia Sharp because it doesn't really need to be because you have all the gradients and the brushes and stuff. But mm-hmm. that's the only thing I added. Everything else, it was built right in. It was amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, and there are some things that uh, that were in 4.x previews that got moved to the Xamarin Community Toolkit. And so, like, I, I created my own set of templates. Um, mm-hmm. And my templates basically do, uh, they, they give you 5.0, they give you the Xamarin Community Toolkit, and they give you the, the font icons. Like, and that's my base starting point for all the samples and apps that I'm building right now. Mm. Um, and it's, it's awesome because I'm up and running and I really don't have to go looking for anything else, but the, the community toolkit now has the media element, which gives you the ability to do playback of video and audio. It has the expander, which is just that very nice little simple accordion, uh, type control. And it has the C sharp UI markup extensions. Um, so if, if you, I, I mentioned this to somebody on Twitter just last night, I think they were saying, you know what? XAML's not for me. And so I'm going to go look at doing something totally different. And I'm like, well, hang on, you know, you, you got the community toolkit and it's got these markup extensions. You can totally do it all in C sharp. And then you go, mm-hmm. you know, bring in something like live sharp, which is a nice hot reload solution. Um, I believe it is still commercial. So you need to pay a few beans for it, but, uh, stinking works really well and you're off and running. So the community toolkit, it's got converters, it's got behaviors, it's got several different little useful views. Um, but I will say, 
Um, this is totally an aside, unrelated to, to these things. But in terms of like holiday hacks, the only third party or other party uh, related control that I went to go find was um, uh, a little chip control. And I, I guess mm-hmm. that's what they're called, right? Where you're just like typing tags or keywords and it turns it into a little, you know, chip. And then you can add and remove them and create them. Hmm. Uh, Sync Fusion ships one of these controls. And it was so easy. It was so easy. Did exactly what I wanted to do. And that's not something that most every app will need. And so unlikely that it'll ever be in the Xamarin Forms uh, library or the .NET Maui library. But that's where, you know, Telerik and Sync Fusion and Grape City and you know all these third-party vendors can really shine is filling those those needs and so I was I was really glad to find that uh, made my holiday brighter. Well, you know I think every single app is a little bit different, right? It's like well the app that I built almost everything was in the box. The best part is I I don't I didn't have to write any custom renderers, right? Neither did you because the cool part about this ecosystem and our community and the developer community that's out there, whether it's commercial or whether it's independent developers or it's companies open sourcing their custom controls, um, is that you just install the NuGet, right? It's like what I did is I was literally trying to find a color picker. There was like 20 to pick from. I installed like 10 different ones. I tried them all out, picked my favorite and I was like, cool, I'm done, you know, and, and trying out 10 different ones only took me like 30 minutes compared to if I had to write it myself. Um, but I think that's, what's really nice is that a lot of those things that I've always wanted are in the box, but there's still this great ecosystem out there. Like, you know, for Island tracker, my animal crossing app, I I shipped, I used a lot of these features like swipe view and carousel Mm -hmm. view and things like that beforehand. Um, but I still use tons of sync fusion controls too. Like their charts and graphs and mast inputs and all these different things. Um, because I was like, I want to ship this app. I want to get it done. Let me just pull down some nougats, right? And and <laughs> go to town. So I think that's what's really cool about it. But it is really nice to see these things that were in Xamarin Forms 4.x just be you know there by default. I think that's what's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know you know you you made some new apps. Have you uh, had a chance yet to try to migrate anything to 5.0 from either a 4x or or even earlier? Ooh, I'm so glad that you asked that question. Just yesterday, <laughs> I was browsing my email inbox and I got an email from somebody about one of my apps, my scoreboard application. And this application, I, I built like another, it was another holiday hack, right? I was like, I'm playing, we're playing Quirkle and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, update the apps uh, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna create this app. So it's a very simple app. I, I built it super duper quick and all it does is help you keep track of stuff. And literally, I haven't touched this app in three years. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm looking here. I'm going to find what what um. Let me go. My, where's my dot cs proj? I'm going to find. And this was not a this was not a pre made question either. I no. I'm totally just asking this on the fly. <laughs> no. Um. So I was using Xamarin Forms. Where's it at? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Three dot one. Ooh. Okay. 3.1.0.583944 specifically. <laughs> I upgraded and Xamarin Essentials preview 8, 0.8. I updated everything to all the previews, 161, 5.0, all of the previews, all the everything like that. It just worked. I didn't change any <laughs> nice. code. Everything, everything yeah. worked. 
done. Yeah, that's, nothing, uh, nothing changed. It worked. It just worked. It was amazing. The, the, and, I mean, the, the real reason I'm, I'm asking, first of all, to find out, but uh, that's what I've been spending all day today doing is picking every app that's in my work folder and upgrading them. And many of them, yeah, I'm upgrading from a preview of 5.0 to, 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 the, to the stable release. But uh, there, there were some that were like 3.5, 3.6. Um, that I upgraded. And for the most part, everything went really, really smooth. I will call attention to two things that I ran into that can hopefully save some folks uh, a little bit of uh, trouble. Um, first of all, Android wants your target framework to be as as new as possible, at mm. least version 10 of Android. Required. Um, so, required now by Google, by the way. So Yeah, yeah. So make sure you do that. Um, and then the other thing is I like to not have any Android support or even Android X libraries referenced in my NuGet manifest, you know, my, my CS proj. So I rely on transitive dependencies. Uh, so that means that forms has a certain set of dependencies in its new spec, and that's what you're going to end up using. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. I don't need anything else for most of what I'm building. Well, when I upgraded some of my apps, it starts complaining to me, oh, I don't know where this is. I don't know where that is because it hadn't been made Android X aware yet, my, my code. And so I just had to go in and clean up a couple of things in my main activity to get rid of Android support references and make sure that I was using the Android X references instead. And we have a whole guide up on our docs um, that we should link to, and it's in the release notes as well as in our blog. Um, but that's just those are two things that I ran into. Super easy to fix. Fixed them in you know two seconds, up and running. But I know if those aren't things that you regularly see, because they're only things that you you would see if you're doing upgrades. You know, mm-hmm. I upgraded over a dozen apps today. Uh, most folks probably listening, you don't upgrade, but maybe a couple times a year. Um, so hopefully that saves you a little bit of headache. But otherwise, yeah, everything went super smooth. Um, no dependency issues. Things built right away. You know, of course, do your normal clean rebuild and all that sort of thing. But uh, um, you mentioned essentials, James, and I and I did want to celebrate a couple of cool things that I found in essentials. Um, so I recently did. Is it today's? I think it was. It was the uh, the last sixty second tutorial I posted on YouTube where I used the the connectivity stuff in there, and I don't think I had tried to do checking for internet connectivity since when it was a separate plug-in, right? Mm, that mm. that old thing. And and I remember having to jump through several hoops to get that thing up and going. The essentials, it was just one line and a manifest update. And I was like, this is so easy. Essentials makes it so easy. Um, and then the other one, I was recording a video where I was changing the color of, of, I think it was the status bar on Android, which is something you can do real easily in the uh, main activity. And uh, I noticed that Essentials has a really nice color API and then just a little extension method that's two platform. And just like that, I had the color I needed in the Android color space as opposed to having to worry about, you know, converting colors back and forth. Just it was so cool. I was like, this is too easy. This is too easy. There's some there's some nice little things in there. There's some nice. Little things. I know that uh, Matthew Leibowitz has been working pretty tough on that over the holidays. Got the 1.60 release out, and all the docs are updated too. I just um, just redid that and the release notes for them. But yeah, there's macOS support now, 
app action. So like, you know, you can click on the home screen icon. You can just set those. You can pick contacts. You can pick files. You can do haptic feedback. You can do a media picker. You can take a screenshot. So if you're doing support, take a screenshot, one line of code. I mean, that's the cool part is, you know, one line of code. That's what, that's what essentials is all about. Right. Well, and I think that this is, it is what Essentials is about, and it's really what we want all of this stuff to be about and we're driving for. It's that experience. It's that feeling of, wow, that was really easy. And almost that guilt of, should I be paid to do this? That was too easy. But, you know, it's that delight that you have where you're like, that was really cool. I did. I know it was hard before, and it was so easy now. We kind of want it to be that way for, for Dynamic Maui, for Essentials, for all the stuff that we're building. Um, it's nice to see those wins and to experience them myself. Uh, you know, it's always frustrating when you're, you're just spending your time filing bug reports <laughs> and it's just nice to have the other end of the spectrum where it's like, sweet, totally made a productive app over holiday break. Yeah. That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. So David, I did want to ask you one thing here now, cause as we were talking, everything is kind of like done now. Like we have carousel mm-hmm. views in there, like swipe view, drag and drop. These are kind of what I would say, not advanced features, but features that are down the line. You know, they're not super core to a lot of apps, right? And so would you say now that Xamarin Forms is getting close to being finished, like feature complete? Uh, well, it certainly is in that we're going to be moving to .NET MAUI next. And so mm-hmm. we are, we, you know, we're, we're going to be working on some core architecture issues and some core uh, experience issues like, you know, how fast does your app start up, the performance of your screen-to-screen transitions. Uh, we'll be revisiting some things like gestures. Um, and then we'll also be revisiting kind of like the desktop experience. So, you know, when you when you do look, and I, and I do this on a regular basis, right? I go look at other toolkits, whether they're desktop or they're mobile, whether they're cross-platform or not. And I, I look at all the different controls and layouts that are there. And then we do a comparison. You know, it's like, how, how are we doing? How, how, you know, what do customers actually need to build their apps? We don't just go dream the stuff up in, in a, in a dark room and then say, this is what we're going to build. You know, we want to know, like you were talking about the, at the top of the podcast, talking to American airlines, talking to med USA, talking to the Oscars and saying, okay, what are you building? What are the things that, that most customers need on a regular basis? And, and do we have those things? Um, and I would say that for the most part, yeah, absolutely. Xamarin forms has these things in the box. Um, and you're absolutely right. Something like a carousel view, um, it's not it's not a core control that everybody is going to use, but it is a control that a lot of people end up looking for. And it's so closely related to our collection view, which is something that everybody is, is needing, um, that we wanted to make sure that we supplied a really good version of that out of the box. So yeah, I'm super happy. You know, I've been uh, actually, right now celebrates for me four years being part of the Xamarin Forums and the Xamarin team. Um, so I started uh, right around Christmas time four years ago. And comparing what we have today to what we had when I started, it's really exciting uh, to be able to start a new app, know that you're going to have pretty much everything you need right there. You're, you're, you're rarely ever going to write a custom renderer. Um, it's so productive. 
it feels so good to build an app and you're staying in one language, uh, language, C sharp and .net. Um, unless of course you've chosen F sharp and in which case you, you, that's, that's your bread and butter. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah I I'm you, loving it. And I think you didn't even really, you know, you hit the nail on the head is like things have progressed a lot, not only in, you know, the library for, you know, Xamarin forms, Xamarin central, Xamarin now, Xamarin community toolkit, all these things coming together. But also, you know, the operating systems have evolved too, right? Like four years ago, we didn't have light theme, dark theme support. You know, <laughs> it didn't exist. It was like, you know, when I updated this app, the scoreboard app, I went to my blog post that I had, which was how to make it so you the, the app theme, you know, doesn't change. Like I forced it to to light theme because I was like, I don't got, I got I'm trying to update this app in an hour, right? So I just hack it together. Um, mm-hmm. But it's nice to be like, you know what? If I wanted to do it, I could actually do it in just a few lines of code. It wouldn't take me that much. But I, I think the other the really thing we should have Maddie on too, but to, to talk about, and maybe we'll do next month, we'll do a tooling update is like the tooling has advanced so much, you know, when I'm building this app, like I'll tell you like the IDE integration, bring in namespaces, like seeing my color, seeing the dynamic resource colors that come in the hot reload. Now UWP is supported for XAML hot reload, right? I mean, um, hot restart. I'm, you know, I'm deploying all of this. And then at the same time, I'm committing code and within five minutes via App Center, I have my application built, signed, and inside of Test Flight. <laughs> you know what you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah. that the things didn't exist for me when I started 10 years ago doing mobile development. And like that sort of productivity, like you're talking about, is 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 all in there. So the library itself is just one part of this equation. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, to back to Matt's, you know, kind of core question there is, do we really have everything we need here? And the great thing is, is that, yeah, we don't need to go inventing new controls at this point. Really, the the top bit is uh, quality and performance. And, and that is what we get to do here in this new era post Xamarin Forms 5 is turn a lot of focus and attention to those two things. Um, and build a platform in .NET MAUI that is going to bring everybody with Xamarin Forms forward. You know, that's I, I can't talk about these two things without providing that context, right? That your apps in Xamarin Forms, start them today. They will upgrade to .NET MAUI. It'll be smooth. We're working, working hard to make sure that that's the case. And you're just going to win all the benefits of the new uh, architecture that we're bringing with .NET MAUI. And, you know, we're focusing not on adding more controls into the box. We're focusing on the core experiences and scenarios that we know and that we're hearing from, from developers are important for your apps, for your businesses, uh, to get to the market faster than ever before with a consistent user experience. Um, I'm really excited for 2021 Nobody asked me this, but I'm just going to tell you why I'm most excited for 2021. Why are you so uh, is, excited, David, for 2021? <laughs> it's because now we're going to be able to really start experimenting more and more uh, with .NET MAUI and around it uh, to, to see where we can really take this platform. And that experimentation is not what excites us the most necessarily, but it's putting some things out there that, that I've been seeing from the engineers and from the community. Put some things out there and shine some light on it and see what people are really excited about. Stuff like Fabulous, stuff like Comet, stuff like some, some new graphics APIs and uh, ways of doing drawing and, and cross-platform controls, uh, as well as the things 
things with Blazor and intermingling of those concepts and technologies. Um, oh, it's going to be so. And then you, then you start talking about what you can do with Catalyst and. I'm really excited to see what all kinds of experiments not only come out of Microsoft, but more so what comes out of the community. I mean, what we're building with .NET MAUI, and I'm like super on a rant right now, but like what we're doing with .NET MAUI is really creating a very modularized and performant cross-platform control toolkit um, that really anybody should be able to take advantage of, pull the pieces that are most useful to you and your platform, and then you guys go build some really cool stuff with it. Um, I'm really, I'm hoping that that vision starts to come across more and more as we are able to ship and release the Maui bits with .NET 6. Um, it is 6, right? Yeah, .NET 6. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll be working hard to try to make sure that I I can uh, explain that as clearly as I can, and hopefully in, inspire some some people to build some some cool stuff. So um, yeah, I'm really excited for experimentation in 2021. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. And like I said, I just started new apps and I built them all with Xamarin Forms, and I'm excited that you know not only will my apps continue to you know, get maintenance releases for a while, but I, I should be able to easily right. migrate those over to .NET MAUI when I choose to on my yeah. schedule, AKA holiday hack 2021. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you're already planning your next holiday hack. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, actually, you know, even today in the team meeting, we were already discussing, okay, 5.0's out the door. What's going in 501? Um, what's the next service release going to look like? Well, let's, let's make sure that we don't uh, leave anything behind that uh, needs to be there. So... Yep. Maintenance releases, service releases are already on the way. Very cool. All right. Well, that has just been like just a little bit of, you know, not only Xamarin Forms 5, the toolkit, essentials, um, and the future, which is cool. But I think, you know, uh, Matt, you know, we normally do a pick of the pod, but you had something a little bit different for us, Matt, this week. Yeah, I was thinking since this was all Xamarin Forms 5 all the time, that we'd talk about what is our favorite feature as part of five, what thing, what feature from Xamarin Forms five are you most excited to use day to day? What gets you out of bed to make you want to use Xamarin Forms five? Uh, I guess I'll start. I'll go first right. to give you guys some time. Um, mine has to be the, I think mine is probably, Ooh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with, um, gradient brushes, I think only because I've used a lot of libraries that I still continue to use and really enjoy with like different, different frames and different card views and things like that. But I think that, you know, with gradient brushes, it enables you to really add different types of experiences in your UI to any control. And that's the cool thing about gradient brushes is anything that is a, is a color, right? So a, a background color, for example, you can just make, you know, whatever you want. And I think that's, what's really cool. And, and I was originally thinking in my app, oh, I'm going to have to install something else or do something else. Like, no, I just did content page background, gave it a linear gradient brush, and then boom. And that's just only one of, of the brushes that are in there. There's a whole bunch of them. And the documentation is really good. And just to add three lines or four lines of code into my, into my application to get that was, I thought, very delightful. And it's going to really enhance my applications because I've been doing these things um, separately for a while. And this is nice that it's just there. <laughs> uh, you know, being able to add just a few lines and get a big win from it is, um, 
Like that's, <laughs> that gets me really happy and excited. Um, it's not necessarily something again, that's new in five, but I mentioned a couple of the improvements that it's received in five. And I really, I love using shell, um, because I always loathed writing a master detail page, which by the way, was renamed to flyout page in five. You can still use the, the MDP naming, um, but it's deprecated. So you want to adopt flyout page, but like it's always like four classes, three to four classes just to get that thing going. Mm -hmm. And I could never, it just seemed like so much overhead to me. And with, with shell, it's much easier to write. Now I can really fully control every aspect of that flyout menu when I'm using it. Um, there is integration already being done with the Xamarin community toolkit to make the tab view work. Um, so that I can completely cross-platform template that, that stinking tab bar, <laughs> which always drives me nuts because the, the platform is just so difficult to work with. The title view is getting full edge-to-edge, pixel-to-pixel control now in Shell. And then the URI-based navigation. I mean, you can still use push and pop with Shell, um, and, and it, it just proxies everything together, but I really like the URI-based stuff passing my query strings back and forth, um, even when doing modals and returning values back, I find myself just so productive with it. I mean, it's got some rough edges and we're working to improve it all the time, but I just love it. And I'm, I'm so glad that it's continuing to get improvements in, in the 5.0 release. And uh, it's very useful for UWP now. Um, although I think we still consider it to be a preview experiment. Uh, and so it'll get, it'll get the full, the full stability in .NET Maui, but it's very useful today. So yeah, shell, I'm, I'm all about it. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, been doing some long form tutorials on my YouTube page cause you know, trying to really speak my mind to things and I've been only doing shell. I did a lot of big blogs in our dev too. And on my personal blog about, getting started. And, and I use shell pretty much exclusively whenever I know I'm going to have tabs or a flyout or anything like that. If it's a simple application, it's like one or two pages. Pro mm -hmm. I mean, you could, I, and there's no reason not to use it, but you know, um, it doesn't really matter either way is fine. Right. Someone's like, Oh, but I only have like two pages in my app. Like, Oh, choose whatever you want. doesn't matter. But when your application gets complex, right. And like an Island tracker, I, literally have the invite system work based off of URI navigation, passing parameters, which is built into shell. I did zero work for that, right? It's just like it handles right. all that infrastructure. It's like a great use case. So for any application that is, you know, anything above three screens, it's like it's go time, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Matt, how about you? All right. So I'm going to second shell. Love it. Every, even one page applications <laughs> when I'm doing demo stuff, shell, just right out of the box. Yeah. Um, yeah why yeah. not? I love the URI passing stuff that's passed the parameters that way. All right. But I have two. I actually have two. One I've used already and one I have not used. Um, the one I've used is swipe view. Love it. Mm -hmm. It's so easy and it gives me something I've been wanting forever. And it's just really, it's like what? Two lines of XAML to make it mm -hmm. done. And it's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things like we've talked to we've talked before. It's baked in, it works, it's just it's beautiful. So swipe view is my favorite. The other thing that I have not used yet, but I'm super excited about, and it kind of relates to the radio button we talked before, at least that's where all the examples came from, is the UI templating. 
And mm. as far as I understand it, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, is that we had UI templating back for custom controls, but for right. with uh, default controls now or the built-in controls, we can actually change the way they look now with templates. Is that am I right with that or am I off base? So you're you're mostly right. So right. you can yeah. So control templates have always been in Xamarin Forms for custom controls. Now we have brought it to the uh, the baked-in controls, starting with radio button. Gotcha. So in .NET MAUI, we will look to bring that to the other controls as well. So right now, today, you couldn't, for example, uh, bring it to an entry or to a button. It's only on the radio button. But uh, the same concept does apply, and we will be bringing it to the rest of the controls, uh, you know, in priority order, uh, where where it makes the most sense. You just saved yourself a Teams message, David, down the line. <laughs> when I asked, why doesn't this work? <laughs> oh man, I like your Teams messages. I always love hearing from you. <laughs> Angry emoticon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and a good example is I I was asking you earlier today, David. I was like, hey, I have a you know upcoming you know session that I want to. To, to demo a really beautiful app. And, and not that my apps aren't beautiful, but I was like, I'm pretty sure David's got some really beautiful apps. And the one that you demoed at Donetconf, uh, the Los Gatos, um, is really cool. And it, it makes use of all these great features. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I, I love like the radio button you have in here as a, um, you know, image quality, automatic, low, medium sort of picker. And you still see the radio button, but it's templated with a little image with some text in it and the mm -hmm. little radio button. It has light theme, dark theme support in this thing. It has some community tabs and it's got drag and drop, which I think is quite excellent. <laughs> I don't know why you would drag and drop something into the, into the <laughs> shopping cart, but, um, or just, yeah, that was, button. that was, was a little great. forced. It was but a little forced. I, I had to get some drag and drop in there somewhere. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love it. So, um, that's really cool. And yeah, it's just a, a really cool example of like, here's something that you could do, um, with it. And then, yeah, even the swipe view on the, on the cart and things like that. So it's just a nice little example. You, you did a, you did a good job there. So. Uh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was really cool artwork too. I was able to get that, uh, from an illustrator who posted it on, what is it? Shutterstock, I think is, mm. is where we found that. So it's all from the same designer. Um, I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think we did it. I think we kicked off our 2021 with a bang. Uh, I think uh, I'm super excited for all the stuff that you talked about, David. And David, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and uh, telling us all the goodies. Oh, anytime. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this month's Xamarin podcast. But don't worry, because Matt will be back with you at some time. He sneaks the podcast out all the time. Yep. Two um, weeks from now, we have another one coming out. And I'm not sure what it is because I don't have my schedule open. But check it out. January 20th. There's yes. another one coming. Subscribe to the Xamarin Podcast on your favorite podcast player or just go to XamarinPodcast.com. Stay up to date there with all of the upcoming podcasts. So until next time, this has been the Xamarin Podcast.